Hello and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com with me, your host, Martin. Now, if you listen to this in the future, I apologise because the first minute or so is going to be talking about current events. I think it's absolutely disgusting what the government has done this week. I'll just say that outright. I didn't think there'd be a day where I was thinking, God, I'd love to have Boris Johnson, Prime Minister, but it turns out at the moment I actually would. Unbelievable um, what is happening. And I actually can't believe uh, what is happening. I just can't believe that it's being allowed to happen. You know, we live in a country where there's lots of processes for doing anything, and it feels like they've been able to sort of pass through this mini budget ridiculously at a ridiculous time, not a proper budget time sort of trying to get it under everyone's noses so that it doesn't get noticed and something that's clearly here to only benefit the rich. And I'm not sure it's actually going to end up benefiting anyone, even the rich. I mean, I, I just don't see how the falling value of the pound benefits anyone um, unless they're like a trader of currency markets. I don't I don't see how. And, and the thing that the reason I bring this up now is that the podcast is slightly to do with this stuff. Mortgage lenders have just withdrawn 25% of their offers to people that they that have already, you know, thought they had their mortgages in the bag. That's devastating. I moved last year. I've moved house a few times in the last few years. I, I like to move house. I don't like to stay in the same place very long. And I would have been absolutely heartbroken if that happened to me. So, I, you know, if anyone is listening that's happened to you, I feel, I feel for you. Um, I think it's absolutely disgraceful that this is allowed to happen. So today, perhaps you know, more prominently than most other days. But an important topic I'm going to talk about today is is essentially just talking about, you know, the stuff around being a pro trader that people don't really talk about. You know, what, what actually goes into it in terms of, you know, a position of living? Not just a case of talking about trading uh, the actual markets themselves, but rather, what if I do become a professional trader what if my life is trading what considerations do i have to make what what differences do i have to make what do i have to pay out what changes from being employed etc etc so i'm going to go through that today now i will start by saying this is not financial advice okay this absolutely nothing i'm saying here is financial advice it is just my opinion Uh, from people I've talked to over the years in similar situations, from my own personal experiences. Um, And obviously, I'm I'm a decent person to speak on this subject because obviously I live that life. However, it is not advice. It is not financial advice. So please, you know, do not just do whatever I, I say as my opinion. Think about it yourself and make your own decision and seek any other, you know, help from a professional that you want to. I'm not a financial advisor. I just get that straight out of the way there. Now, the reason I've done this topic today is not just because of current events, but also because I, I've been asked this question by a member called Dean today. And it was actually quite hard because they had a lot of questions about, you know, what what do I need to do if I want to make this a living? What are, my, what are the considerations? And you know, the questions weren't that clear, but that wasn't the fault of Dean. I think it's just people don't talk about this stuff. So it gets quite difficult. And you're like, well, what do I need to consider? And, you know, will I have to pay money for something? I don't, you know, all this kind of stuff that people don't know. So today I'm going to clarify some things. Again, not financial advice. I'm going to clarify some things based on my opinion, based on what's happened in my life. I can only talk through that authority. And 
hopefully that'll help you with any questions you have yourself. Um, the first thing I'll say is if you're thinking about going pro, right, the first thing to think about is, I see, I always suggest if you're thinking about going pro, the first step, once you start making money trading on Betfair and you're getting towards that time where you think, oh, could I go pro, could I not? The first thing to do is to talk to your employer about reducing hours rather than just quitting your job. See, I think it's a big risk to just cut your guaranteed income instantly off. I mean, to the extent where I'd almost suggest to most people that there's really no reason to do that for a long time, even after you're profitable. You know, what if you could just reduce your hours at work? What if you could just do less days? So I'll give you an example. My mum is a social worker. She's fantastic at her job. You know, I think she's from that generation where everyone just worked their ass off for their job. And they're so appreciated because of it. And I think like, wow, she's so good at her job. She's tried to retire for the last two or three years. They're so desperate to keep her. They keep negotiating with her. And they and this is working for a council as just a social worker. I'm not talking about some high-end position where no one else can do the job. But because she's so loved by her employers, because they know how hard she works when she does work, they're actually, you know, they're sitting there trying to kind of make deals with her. And she says, I just want to retire. They're like, well, what about if you do less days? Um, and you don't do these certain cases that you don't want to do, certain type of cases that you don't want to do any longer. Which, again, working in that kind of job is pretty much unheard of because, you know, these people are, aren't very forgiving and they know there's a lot of people out there at the end of the day who are looking for work. Now, she originally reduced her working week from full-time Monday to Friday to three days a week. And when she initially retired, she came back for three days a week. And this time she went in to retire today. And she actually texts me. Instead of retiring, they've given her two days a week and she doesn't have to do certain cases that she doesn't want to do. So it's like she's getting these better offers every time that suit her. So it really, it really is worth, even if you're making money trading on Betfair and you're thinking about giving up your work, thinking about what if I just did part time? Because the benefits of that are huge. Firstly, you've got some guaranteed money coming in. Now, this isn't as big an issue if you've got a, say, a spouse or a partner who, who also helps with the bills. Like I have. My wife works. Um, she only works part-time, so she doesn't contribute, you know, 50-50. But, um, you know, she does look after our kids. So, you know, in a lot of respects, she probably puts more effort into the whole thing than I do. But she does help out. So it's handy having the guaranteed income. And that's kind of... The guaranteed income I have is from her, right? I know I'm going to get a few hundred quid each month for her, for part of her percentage of the bills. And that's unlikely to change. She works, she works for a company that does not get rid of employees very easily, just put it that way, right? So um, she's not going to lose her job. She's a good worker. The good thing about part-time is it's not as draining, and it can feel nice. 
you know, before I turned pro, I was working a job and I worked four days a week and it was Monday to Thursday. So realistically, for, as a football trader, it was great having Friday, Saturday and Sunday off. They were the days I wanted. Sure, I'd trade the midweek stuff, but that was Tuesday, Wednesday nights. Not a massive issue for me. It was actually a good job to work in. And it took me a long time being profitable before I felt confident enough to jump off and say, no, I'm going to leave it now. Um, now, if they'd offered me one or two days instead, I, I might have taken it. I don't know. It's hard to say in hindsight, but I might have taken that and said, OK, because it's nice to have some guaranteed money coming in. One question that I get is, what are the expenses? Well, people get excited when they hear that you don't have to pay tax on gambling winnings, which is true. So you can earn a living off Betfair and not pay any tax. A couple of things there. That's income tax I'm talking about. Now, obviously, when you get to things like, say, national insurance, which you can optionally pay, obviously, um, and council tax which is still obviously going to be compulsory and there might have been some other ones that I've forgotten you know I just do these podcasts off the top of my head so I don't have any great planning that goes into them um, and I haven't looked up this stuff but you want to consider that really the the only benefit financially um, in terms of being employed is that you're not going to have to pay income tax so the money you earn most of it's going to be yours okay like I say, there might be some other tax, there might be some other things. I'm pretty sure you'd have to pay council tax. But it's not an issue. Again, a lot of these issues aren't ones that I've encountered because I've got a partner who works. So, for instance, council tax, I've always had to pay council tax. If you've got a partner, I think over 25, who works, regardless, I looked this up today, at least I looked something up, you have to pay council tax. Not a massive deal. You kind of expect that anyway. But the fact you don't have to pay income tax is a big bonus, okay? And if you're working part-time, you can not pay income tax as well. So again, the part-time option can be good because you can go, okay, all pretty much all the money I'm earning, I earn. I'm not earning enough that I pay tax, income tax, and I'm supplementing that with my Betfair earnings. That can be a really good idea. Um... The other thing is, it gives you a way of seeing what it's like to be a pro and also seeing what it's like to be working and comparing and contrasting the two jobs at the same time. You see, it's easy when you're sitting in a job to go, I hate this job. But then wait till you're sitting at home doing nothing. Did you hate the job as much as you thought you did or do you kind of wish you were working again? So I think it would be quite good for people to get a taste of both worlds. And if you're working part-time, you can trade part-time. And you can get both worlds, both jobs. You're basically working two jobs. And you can see what you like, right? Now, for a lot of people, you know, if you can get into a comfortable lifestyle like that, my question would be, do you need to leave your job? If you're just working part-time, you're doing a few hours, you've got some guaranteed money coming in. Maybe your partner's working. Or maybe if you, you know, you're, you're single or whatever and you're, you're looking for a partner, maybe you look for someone who's got that kind of guaranteed income. You know, maybe they're not a business owner who's taking the risk and not knowing what money they're going to get month to month. That could be a good thing to think about. I know, ever the romantic me, right? <laughs> but anyway, 
So I think for some people, there's an argument. You should always work part time. You should always have some income coming in, you know, unless you really, 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 really cannot stand your job at all. I think it's quite sensible to do that. I think it makes a lot of sense. And again, I don't think enough people talk about this stuff because I've never heard anyone talk about it. And, you know, I've heard a lot from the traders who came before Betfair trading community, you know, the guys who've, who've done all the other stuff before we did. And I didn't hear a lot about this stuff. There's another consideration that's important to make with the income tax I'm going to get into now. If you want to get a house, um, and it is specifically for this, but I guess if you want to rent, it might be the case too. It's handy to have some earnings that are declared, right? Now, if you're working part-time, you can use those plus you can declare your profit from Betfair. But bear in mind, if you declare those earnings as earnings, you will pay income tax on them. Now, people do that. You know, professional gamblers tend to do that. If they need a house, if they need a mortgage, they will declare that money. Now, I imagine different lenders have different rules. Um, I've heard that Halifax are very good. I can't get, again, I can't get into any advice. So I'm not going to give any advice. But what I would say is, you know, shop around. I think it's going to be difficult for anyone to get a mortgage at the minute, regardless of what job they're doing. But when it when things hopefully do settle, just keep that in mind. You might want to declare some of that money. And again, that will mean you have to think about your earnings. You might need to earn a little bit more, but you also might need to make sure you've got enough to pay the tax that you will then owe. But it can be worthwhile to do that, you know. And let's say you want that house. If it's your dream house, it's your dream house and it's worth doing. So, you know, and there's not nothing wrong with paying your tax, even on something that you don't have to pay on. At the end of the day, tax, in theory, should go to a good place. You know, a lot of it goes to NHS, to, to building roads and infrastructure and things like that. So effectively, um, this, you know, paying tax is a good thing. You know, we have to look at it that way. I know it's not easy always to do that and I have been criticized before I remember someone I used to go to church with many moons ago really having a go because uh, I didn't pay tax well because just basically saying oh well you know you're not having... and they're right there, there, there is some validity to what they're saying um, but then again you know I, I will declare my money a lot of the time because like I say I like to move house <laughs> so more fool me I guess but yeah, it's important to be aware of, of that stuff when you're looking at kind of moving to full-time trading. Now, the other thing Dean said that was interesting to me was well, what happens if it all goes wrong and I, I then am not profitable. This is where it's important to have a safety net. It's important to have infrastructure in place that if it does go tits up, you can handle it. So again, a partner who works is, is brilliant right ideal but you know not always going to be the case if you're single or you don't have that you need to think about other things one of the other things i make sure of is i have at least six months worth of bills in my bank in savings because then if it does go tits up i know that i've got six months of and of you know being safe that's really important and that is what should actually slow you down 
from quitting your job too quickly because you should actually not only build in a bankroll but building savings to the extent that you can go okay i can i can quit my job and do it for six, this for six months now the part-time work helps with this you can build the part-time work you know if you're earning money from betfair as well you can start to build a bankroll of savings and a bankroll for trading on betfair so i think it's really important to have at least six months of savings and that's something that i've always told people but I wonder how many people actually do that. You know, like with a lot of these things, I can give good advice, but I wonder how many people actually follow the advice or how many people actually think, no, it's all right, I'm good at trading. I don't need to cover myself. Because I think trading is a risk management. I think that's what we do. I think what we do is actually risk management. We should be risk averse and we should be making sure we give ourselves the best chance to succeed. Well, if you insure yourself and give yourself some insurance of six months of savings you're basically guaranteeing that you'll be okay if it goes belly up and that's important so i strongly strongly recommend six months of savings in the bank you don't touch it unless you have absolutely have to and that's how you should deal with that money for me it's it's pretty obvious right um so hopefully you can see that what else is there to consider with this lifestyle? Well, I guess one of the things is you're not going to have colleagues in the traditional sense. You know, that kind of going in the office and chatting by a water cooler, it's not going to exist in this job. Now, I think that's where the BetfairTradingCommunity.com forum shines. And I know many people who are members mainly just to be on the forum talking to other people socially be a part of a thriving trading community and i think that one of my jobs is to fill that void between you know having an isolated lonely job like being a trader or working in an office kind of their fair trading community i think is quite a, a nice medium between the two i'm always trying to think of ways we can make that even more of a factor but just think about that. You know, if you're a really sociable person who, who loves being in the office, again, I think you might be the sort of person that does what my mum does, goes part-time. Part-time Betfair trader, part-time doing that job. You know, and there is going to be jobs that let you work part-time. Your current job might not allow it, but others do. So, you know, if you do have to go and get a different part-time job, it's not the end of the world. And I, I strongly suggest that that is not a bad strategy. Again, none of this is advice. I'm just saying my opinion here. Um, but yeah, I, I say, I always think you're better off trying to stay in work as long as you can. Because it, the other thing with the safety net of having some income coming in is I think it it protects you from the difficult mentality side of, wow, there's a lot of pressure on my trading because I've got to earn every penny from it. And I think people can make mistakes in that situation. And sometimes you see good traders, you know, going off the rails because they put themselves under too much pressure. Um, funny enough, you can get it the other way around. I remember a professional poker player um, who I was friends with a big Chelsea fan back in the day. I think he was an ex-football hooligan. But uh, great guy. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't know him during the football hooligan. I imagine he wasn't a great guy then. But anyway, 
he was actually doing really well in poker. And I said, well, what made the difference? Because you've been playing poker for years. What? And you suddenly became pro and started doing really well. And he said, well, I, I lost my job. You know, and I was going to lose my house. So it meant I had to concentrate and play properly and I made money. So it's funny. It can work both ways. It depends what character type you are. Some people enjoy that pressure. Others don't. So again, it will depend on who you are. The other thing is confidence, right? If you've not got the confidence to leave your job to go full-time trading, it's not the right time, yeah? Because if you've not got that confidence, it's definitely not the right time. Keep working, you know, maybe reduce your hours if you can. But keep working, bring that guaranteed money in until you're 100% confident. Now, if you've only just started making money, profit, and you're suddenly overconfident, ah, I can never lose and I'm untouchable, look how good I am, that's a problem as well. So you kind of want to find a a medium between those two ways of being. If you're overconfident, again, I suggest just just wait, take your time. The other thing is, think about expenses. So I'm very careful with what I spend money on. I still enjoy myself. I still treat myself now and then, but it won't be, you know, a daily occurrence. You've got to have some discipline in your expenses, I think. Um, And... You know, think of the money you can save just by cutting certain things here and there. That can be important when you're looking to, you know, build a bankroll and also build a saving safety net. So think about those things as you're thinking about this as a career as well. Um, And I think we've kind of covered most of it here, most of the kind of basics of this stuff. If you've got any further questions, ask me, but, but try and make them specific because... When they're broad, it's very difficult for me to answer because I don't. I know sometimes you're when you ask me something, you're trying to get at something, you're trying to ask me something specifically, um, but you do it in a roundabout way. But with something like this, I need to know exactly what you are asking because otherwise I can't answer it. Um, what are the benefits? Let's just finish with the benefits, right? Because I feel like I'm a risk averse, safety first, tight with my money kind of guy. So let's talk about some positives, if that sounded negative. I work my own hours. Do you know the freedom you get when you work your own hours? It's unbelievable. You know, I went to this Ninja Warrior place near us yesterday. I took Ros there for her birthday. So a Tuesday afternoon. We got, we got three hours worth for an hour, because you can at that time of day, and there was no one there. So we literally had the place to ourselves. Now, I imagine if I went on a Saturday, it would be an absolute nightmare. And you'd probably have to wait your turn to go on things. The advantage. That's just one advantage. The other advantage. I can take my child to school and pick them up whenever I like. I don't have to pay for any kind of care, um, child care, because I can do it. I can just work the hours that I'm not doing that stuff. Roz can go to work, no worries. That's the thing. How amazing is that? No childcare. How much money have I saved from not having to put Max into nursery yet? When I know a lot of people who have, and they do, and it costs them an arm and a leg. So, that are a couple of the benefits. Freedom, not having a boss, you know. And again, I think when you work part-time, it's almost more tolerable to have a boss. Because you know that most of the time, most of the week, you know, let's say you work three days. Well, four days a week, you're in charge. So, it's not too bad. Right, but not having a boss 
full time can be a beautiful thing, you know. And I always think about some of the bosses I've worked with, and some have been good, some have been bad. The power these people have is unbelievable. Like the things that go on, and you actually think this person would get sacked if HR actually saw what they were like. Um, it's amazing what bosses can get away. It really is, and you'll know that yourselves listening. I'm sure you've had those experiences. Um, working from home, I like working from home. You know, I like working from home. I like being at home. I like the fact that when I'm working, if my kids are playing downstairs and I can hear them, I can go nip in for a few minutes and talk to them, hang out with them, and then come back upstairs and work again. I love the convenience of that. So there are a lot of positives. And there's probably many more that I can't think of right now. That's some of the background of becoming a pro trader, kind of what to expect, what you need to be aware of, what you need to think about. I'm sure there's things I've missed. If I have, let me know and I'll, I'll try and answer your questions. Remember, make those questions specific. I know I will stress that, but I feel like this can be such a broad topic that if you're not specific in your questioning, I'm probably not even going to be answering the, the exact question you're asking because you've gone about it in a roundabout way. Thanks to Dean for the questions he asked uh, that have actually sparked this topic to life um, and made it a podcast that I'm sharing with you all. I hope you all have a great week, guys. And most importantly, make some money trading on Betfair.